2: Get started today at plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your borough purchase at borough.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at borough.com slash ACAST.
0: Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. How are we all? it's episode 37 and today I'm going to continue with the little theme of what makes a good medium, what makes good evidence and today we're going to be exploring what makes a good sitter. Now a sitter, a recipient, whatever you want to call them, that is the person who is receiving the reading, the person who is receiving a message and of course Of course, I'm going to start today by saying I am not blaming any sitters for anything. Of course, we as mediums are providing a service and we have to be able to manage lots of different sitters. And if you're listening to this and you are working as a professional medium, and just to be clear, a professional is anybody who's reading for people they don't know or taking money in exchange for reading. You are a professional medium. Make, make some peace with that. Um, <laughs> but for anyone who's doing that, as soon as you make that decision to step up for the spirit world, you will find that they bring you a wide variety of different sitters in different emotional states, different energies, different personalities, because that's how we grow. We don't grow with textbook clients, we grow with lots of different and unusual clients and different and unusual circumstances. So I'm in no way implying that sitters are responsible fully for the state of their reading, the quality of their reading, but I do think sitters have a massive impact on the quality and the energy of a reading and I thought we could look at that together today. So obviously as we explore this we're going to be hopping round and about because that's how my brain works between demonstrating which is a medium stood in front of an audience uh, giving messages and one-on-one readings and of course some of the things I'm going to talk about will apply to both. But first of all let me talk about the sitter's energy the responsibility of the sitter and their energy because it was a real shock to me when my spirit guides showed me how crucial the energy that a sitter brings to a reading is and I know some of you will have heard me mention the triangle before which is the spirit world the medium and the sitter but just Thinking about that triangle, and it's an equilateral triangle, so it's it's all on the same size, on same sides. Um, that just shows you how important the energy of a sitter is, and I think so often we don't realise that, we don't understand that as sitters. And sometimes people come for readings and. Now, of course, when you go for a reading, you want evidence and you should get evidence. Your reading should be personal to you. There's nothing worse than generic mediumship um, that could apply to every single person you've ever met in your entire life. I hear you. That said, sometimes people come to a reading with their hands folded across their chest, either physically or energetically, with a come on then, impress me kind of vibe what are you going to do then? Come on then, show me. And that can be a really difficult energy for a medium to work in. Just like, I guess, um, I don't know if you've ever tried typing with someone stood over your shoulder, but you can type perfectly fine for hours. And as soon as someone stands over you, you suddenly lose the power of spelling and you are unable to press the buttons in the right order. It's the same thing. You will get there eventually, but it's perhaps not as with as much ease now obviously as a professional you have to learn to work through that and yes you do have to prove yourself that is what you're doing when you are doing a reading for somebody you are proving that the, your ability to connect to the spirit world and the spirit world's ability to prove that they're still around that said there's a real difference between going for a reading and going I wonder who's going to come through today I can't wait to hear from I hope they do come through, I wonder what they're going to talk about or I'm so excited about my card reading I wonder what's coming up for me, I really feel like something's there and I just wonder what they're going to say about it and if I'm right that 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 feeling is correct, that's very different to come on then, show me what you got so that's a really important thing and while we're talking about energy of the sitter, here's an interesting one I don't think it's a good idea to go for a reading whether it's a card reading or a mediumship uh, reading or indeed actually any kind of energy work, healing, anything like that while you're in a state of massive crisis. It's the funniest thing we all think and I've done it we all think that's the oh my gosh I need this I need to go I need to get this fixed but actually if you think of a big situation in your life like an energetic bomb being chucked into your energy which has exploded and there's all these bits flying around within your energy field it's not really the best time for you to receive a reading because all of this stuff is flowing around in your energy field and you're tired and you're having your emotional response and you're riding the wave of all that energy you're far better waiting a week uh, having some rest looking after yourself retreating going within allowing the deluge from that bomb to settle and then going for a reading but quite often what happens is people think readings are elastoplast to stop the bleed and they're not they're not and actually while you're hemorrhaging there is very little that we can do that's that's really going to help you and essentially what I find is when you get somebody who's booked a reading like that the message is always the same so I'm going to give it to you now and then if you do have a moment of crisis of something shocking and terrible happening in your life this is what the spirit world have to say to you you've got this be kind to yourself we love you We're with you. You will get through this." And that's almost what you have to repeat to yourself, like a little mantra, again and again and again, until you get to that space where you feel like you're dealing with it a bit better, and you feel like you can be open to what the spirit world wants to say rather than what you want to hear. If you go to a reading because you split up with your husband yesterday and you want to know that you've made the right decision, the spirit world won't tell you that. They won't. And I know you've heard me say this before if you listen to this podcast, but we don't tell you your future. You choose your future. A good card reader will open you up to your potential, will open you up to the energy, will let you know what's there. But it's up to you whether you take that. It's up to you whether you make the healthy choices. We all know what's right for us or wrong for us. It's not about a medium telling you what to do. It's about you making the choices that are better for you. And if you're turning up to a reading wanting that medium to say it's okay that you left your husband because there's somebody around the corner who's going to fix everything and they're super sexy and they're well rich, oh my God, then that's not actually going to help you because what you need to do is work on yourself and get your energy into a harmonious state to be able to attract somebody like that if that's indeed what you want. So don't come when you're in the massive throes of a trauma when you've just split up with somebody or the shit's hit the fan because believe it or not the spirit world aren't going to chuck a load of instruction at you when what you need to do is just be with you, be with your reaction, be with your emotions, be present in the experience that you're having and allow yourself to heal from it so many people just want to run away from situations they just want to move past it but the situations are what we are here for the the difficulties the hardships the pain helps you to learn what you want in your life learn who you are what's right for you what's compatible with your future so that you can rise if you try and leapfrog over that situation you're not going to learn from it or get the experience that you need so that's really really important and the other thing that's really important that this is such an online thing and this I did not experience until we had lockdown um but please when you are having an online reading can you do two things for me whether you're going to a demonstration whether that's a church whether that's a Facebook group whether that's a one-on-one reading whatever you're going to can you give yourself 10 minutes before that that starts to sit quietly so you don't arrive frantic filled with a disturbing energy of oh I've just got here oh i was so busy oh I just only got the dishwasher on or I only just got in from work um it's never a great energy for anything to turn up like a tornado and it's not good for you I actually honestly believe that you've got less chance of getting a reading if you fly into that that meeting uh by the skin of your teeth all buzzed all Stressed, And a really interesting thing with me is in in my um, email confirmations when I'm doing readings, I send a, here's where you test your Zoom link. You would be amazed how many people do not bother to test their Zoom link until two minutes before the meeting is due to start. And then they arrive at the start of their reading at this beautiful, sacred, special, once-in-a-lifetime moment and they're stressed out and frustrated because they had trouble with zoom or trouble with their microphone so if you really do want a reading prioritize it the other thing is for the love of god if you're on a mobile phone or a tablet can you put it down <laughs> I sound really angry, don't I? I'm not angry, but it's just so disruptive when um, somebody is, like, running through their house or moving around with a mobile phone in their hand. It's really, really hard to work. As a medium, you're supposed to be sending your attention and focus to the spirit world, and there's somebody screen flitting around. It's really, really off-putting. I don't know. I'm showing my age here. Oh, oh God. But... um, I don't know if you remember Challenge Annika in the 80s, I think. Late 80s, early 90s. It was a lady, uh, for those of you who aren't from the UK, the a lady in the UK used to run around with a jumpsuit doing like a life-size treasure hunt type thing and the camera used to follow her. She had a little headset. So many people do Challenge Annika when they are turning up for a reading and it's so weird. So sit and preferably... Sit somewhere where you're on your own, Um, sit somewhere where you're not talking to somebody in the background, where your pets aren't jumping all over you, where you can give your full undivided attention to the medium that is working. It's so important for getting the most from your reading. I understand that sometimes it's really, really difficult. There was a bit of a debate on my um, Instagram once about breastfeeding. Of course, if you've got to feed your baby while you're having a reading, then of course your baby needs feeding. Of course, of course. But by default, your attention is not fully on the reading because you're feeding your baby Um, and it's it's such a problem now I get it I've got kids I've got a crazy whippet who might make a noise at any moment when I'm doing these podcasts life sometimes gets in the way I'm talking about best practice here where possible. Things that you might not think matter and they don't matter massively, but they will just help you to get a better experience from your reading. Does that make sense? Uh, Sometimes, of course, the shit hits the fan. I've had my dog scratching at the back door to be let out during a reading and I've had to go and do it because I didn't want to poop on the floor. It's a very professional, exciting life I lead. But, you know, of course, sometimes things
2: That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
0: Let's get in the way. Just where possible, that's what you want to be aiming for. And it's an interesting thing if you have somebody in the background um, with you when you're having a reading, because what you do is you start discussing the evidence that you're receiving with them, And whether it makes sense with them and you're looking to them for their reaction and you forget to be present for your medium so where possible I do recommend that you are just completely on your own and if you can't be you can't be it doesn't mean you shouldn't have one but just be aware of your focus and what's going on there it's um, in demonstrations mediums the demonstrating medium we get a lot of energy from the audience so you want an audience that's engaged that's watching you that's paying attention and um, it's one of my absolute pet hates when you're doing a demonstration and you give somebody a message so they've had their message and then they um, turn to the person in the seat next to them and start talking about their message while you're reading for the next person it's so discourteous because you can hear them and of course you can't help but wonder what they're saying and if they're saying you've done a good job and things like that but also it makes it harder for everybody else in the audience to hear the information about the next spirit that comes through and it's a you know it's a really selfish thing isn't it i'm okay i've had my message i'll talk now um don't worry about anybody else and their need and whether they need a message because i'm going to talk about mine so just bear that in mind i know you should see me in a cinema if people make a noise during a film. I am a tutter. Shh, shh. But it is really annoying, seriously. Um, so that's really, really important. Yeah, don't come in a crisis. Pay attention. Put your phone down. Be ready. Be still. Be present. I have seen some hilarious things on online demonstrations. People turning up in... in in their pyjamas in bed, people eating their dinner. I know Crystal, um, who used to work with me, she had a lady turn up and have her fish and chips supper and a beer while she was having her reading and she was <coughs> chewing all the way through it, um, which was, uh, was difficult, was difficult. So um, here's one of the things that I think is a really good piece of advice for a one-on-one reading. If it's one-on-one, if you've got that time with the medium, Don't be afraid to tell them what you want. Don't sit there and say, yes, that all makes sense, yes, thank you very much, okay, thank you, bye, and then think afterwards, well, she didn't tell me anything about my job. It's very interesting when you work with the spirit world. Um, it's, It's fascinating because, here's the best example I can give you, which is what my guides gave me. If you have a falling out with your sister, you're really upset about that falling out with your sister and and you're really stressed it's brought up loads of stuff for you about your childhood and it feels absolutely massive and you go for a reading and the spirit world obviously present but they don't bring up that argument with your sister because they know that tomorrow your sister is going to ring you and she's going to apologize and your relationship's actually going to get better because you've You're going to talk through these issues that you've got and you're going to reconcile them and have a better understanding of what each one of you needs. They might not bring that up because they also know that in two weeks time you're going to have a big crisis about the job that you've been manifesting finally arriving in your lap but it feeling too easy and you having a self-worth doubt about whether you can do it or not. So in terms of impact of your life over the next six months, the spirit world know that that job is more important than the argument with your sister. Although in that moment of the reading, you feel like it's the argument with your sister that's more important. I hope this makes sense and you've not all gone to sleep. So if you find you have a reading and something you were expecting doesn't come up, please ask please ask your medium. I mean, I always do try to remember to ask, um, but sometimes we forget, sometimes we're caught up in our connection with the spirit world, we forget to do the human part. So do say, actually, I just wanted to know about this, or I just wanted to know about that. As a reminder, legally, uh, in the UK, we are not allowed to give any advice on health issues, pregnancy or legal things so there is no point asking me if your court case is going to pay off there's no point asking me if you're going to get pregnant we're not allowed we're legally not allowed to tell you Um, the other thing that's really useful is certainly on a one-on-one it's more prevalent but also in a demonstration setting we need you to answer Now, I know that you are nervous, and believe it or not, when I watch a medium demonstrate, I am nervous too. When I went to see T-Stock the other week, I turned to my friend Amanda, who was with me, and I went, this might be for me. And then I was like, I'm going to be sick, and my heart was beating, and I was palpitating. Um, It wasn't for me, and that was okay. But uh, sometimes I, I find there's that nerves that you're so blummin nervous and you will hear mediums say I need your voice I need to hear you and that's because that brings in that corner of the triangle if you can get your sitter to respond you bring in the corner of the triangle of course as well As you know, we're not perfect. We need to know if we're going down some rabbit hole and making up a load of stuff that doesn't make sense or if we need to go back and get clarification on something so it does make sense. So you have to respond. I've actually been for a reading once where the lady who was reading for me just didn't take a breath and so I couldn't tell her that I had no idea what she was talking about because she didn't stop. (laughs) So uh, that's, that's difficult too, but preferably you should be answering your medium with... Yes, no, maybe, don't know. And if you're in an audience, you need to speak up so that everybody there can hear you. Yes, no, maybe, don't know. I watched a medium demonstrating online the other day and he said something and it really made me laugh which was if you say anything more than that i will invite you up here and you can finish your own spirit link and it really properly cracked me up because that's so true because sometimes people with the best intentions start telling you um that their person's life story now i love to hear about the people that i get through in spirit i love it Do always come and share with me who I was talking to, what it meant, you know, why that, why they gave me that bit of evidence afterwards. But don't do it during because sometimes the spirit world can be building up to a piece of evidence, and you can say it before I do, and then you've ruined all of that work that that spirit world have been doing with me to get that piece of evidence built. Um, But also. It wouldn't it be just, you could be taking your own magical moment away. You could be taking away that moment where you think, oh my goodness, and I remember that, and then this happened, and I'm just about to say it. And if I get to say it before you, think of how incredible that is. Um, it's really, really important. The other thing is, sometimes when you get a chatterbox, uh, I'm trying to maintain and hold that connection to the spirit world, And sometimes people are talking so much that it actually becomes really hard to maintain that connection with the spirit world. So the sitter is important. I need your energy. I need to know yes, no, maybe don't know. I need to know what makes sense. But equally, don't tell me too much because then I'm listening to you and I'm no longer listening to the spirit. And I've got to start to build that energy and power with them again when you you run out of air. So that's a massive one. Um especially I think with when you sit for an, a new medium because you can feel their nervousness. So all of us lovely people who want to make it easier for them want to talk and share what what's been what it means what you think that that spirit is trying to say. But actually the the best thing that you can do is yes, no, maybe, don't know. So uh Yeah, I think that's pretty much everything I wanted to say about being a good sitter. I've just remembered one more thing, yes. Um, When you go to a demonstration, we cannot get back through the spirit that we were talking to five spirit links ago at the end. So at the end of a demonstration, I'm exhausted. I work until my battery runs out. So I get to the point where I go, actually, I've got nothing left to give here. I'm completely flatlined. So I will then stop and I'm finished, and that's that. And what often happens is people come up to me at the end, and on the odd occasion where there's a spirit that somebody hasn't taken and hasn't put their hand up for, or somebody hasn't put their hand up and they think it could have been for them but somebody else put their hand up and took it and all of those kind of scenarios and they say oh can you get them back for me now and I have to say no I can't I can't and it doesn't mean they're not around I just have I can't do that I can't do that for for people um of course they're still with you and they love you and they're not angry but um please do put your hand up Always, Even if somebody else puts their hand up. Even if you're not sure, put your hand up. Because it really does help and it's such a shame. It's such a shame when uh, people come up at the end and they say, oh, I think that might have been for me. And you go, yeah, it probably was. Probably was. Uh, so you have to be brave when you go to a demonstration. You have to be brave and you have to be willing. And I think sometimes sometimes people ask me why is that certain people get lots of messages I mean they shouldn't get them all on one night but um, and I think it's also partly to do with willingness and if if you've got a spirit that comes through and it's for person A in the audience and they give their evidence and person A thinks "Oh, that could be for me but then person B is willing to put their hand up and person B takes it and the medium says okay I'll get some more evidence and they get some more evidence and you know the spirit's really trying to get person A to put their hand up and they won't and they don't and they sit there and they think oh I don't know I don't know and person B says well I don't understand that but I do understand this or it could be this then what happens is the spirit world won't waste that link they will just swap the spirit they'll just swap Because person B is showing that they're willing to work with me, whereas person A isn't. Um, And so the spirit world will get to a point and I do try and work these as hard as I can because I really do have a a real passion about the spirits going to the right people and working for the will of the spirit world. But on occasion, sometimes that will swap because person B is willing to put their hand up and person A isn't. And then person A will come up to me at the, the, the end and say, "Oh, Hannah." I think that might have been my grandmother. And there's just nothing I can do. Um, Nothing I can do about that. So that's a massive, massive thing. So I hope this gives you a little bit more of an idea about, you know, if you're going for a reading what your responsibilities are as a sitter or what you can do to help let's put it that way Um it's it's always really difficult and if it makes you feel any better you know I get really nervous I get really really nervous going for a reading and if it's your first time having a reading please do tell the medium because that would just give them a bigger idea of of how much assistance you need. And I do always try to start all of my readings and all of my demonstrations with instructions of what I need from the audience. But of course, when the heat is on, we all panic. We all can't remember the instructions. I go to an osteopath and I get my neck cracked, and it's just ridiculous, the panic I go to. I'm so British, I'm so, so British. But when he says, move your right hand up towards the ceiling, I'm going, right, ceiling, where is it, panic stations, panic stations. So we are all a little bit like that, and I completely understand, and all mediums completely understand. We're not judging you. We just want you to get the best from your reading that you possibly can so that you get the experiences you deserve. So uh, yeah, I hope that all makes sense. Now I've had a few emails from you all and I'm going to do a response to emails on the next one. If you've got any questions or any comments, uh, I'd love to hear from you. It's podcast at hannamedium.co.uk. That's podcast at hannamedium.co.uk. And I look forward to catching up with you all again soon. Have a lovely day.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.